אך אני מקשר עצמי לכל הצדיקים האמיתיים שבתוכנו, כל הצדיקים האמיתיים שוכני עפר קדוש שמשר בארץ הם המבחן רבנו הקדוש הצדיק ישודו רבנו נחמן ומקור חוכמה רבנו נחמן מפגה. נא נח נחמן מאומן זכותם תגן עלינו וכל ישראל אמן. So בעזרת השם, we will finish תורה ס"א in this podcast. Um, starting off with section ה, hey, section 5, from the word אך. Just remember that we are talking about the idea of... Um, Emunat Chachamim allows a person to bring Mishpat out to light, proper Mishpat. Blemishing in Emunat Chachamim creates crooked Mishpat. We have to make sure to confer authority upon Rabbanim who are true, Rabbanim who are men, Rabbanim who are supposed to be called Rabbanim. And if we don't, then we will be the ones held accountable. And through doing that, we cause um, the Goyim to have strong um, writings. We have to receive Mishpat from the Goyim, all this stuff that we talked about. Um, then we are brought into exile. Once the exile comes in, then we get lost. This we lose this this wisdom of astronomy and astrology. We lose the secret of the pregnancy. We have no perfect counsel, etc. So we have to be very careful. What one thing can do, like conferring authority upon the wrong person, can really do all this stuff that a person has doubt. He doesn't have any etzot. He doesn't. He can't apply it. apply advice to himself he didn't know how to get out of his of his darkness because literally his heart is filled with that waste matter that motarot but one who's already sunken in to these this concept of waste matter there's a water Rabbeinu says that can purify a person from this filth And I shall throw upon you purified waters, and you shall be purified, pure water, then you shall be purified from all your impurities, and from all your excrement, I shall purify you all. This water is able to take, our, take away that excrement from upon us. Now this man can come to Etzah Shema, for why does improper advice exist? Because the excrement goes all the way up to the heart, and then the heart cannot discern, cannot discern anymore. So what happens when we purify ourselves from the excrement? Then our mind is clear. And now we have full advice. As it says in Yechazkel, they shall not be divided into two kingships anymore. They shall not be, um, um, they shall not be um, impure because of their excrement. That because we have been purified from this excrement, this filth, through this, the kingship, the kingdom should no longer be divided into two, meaning the advice should no longer be divided into two. It says, And it says in Daniel, Let my advice be acceptable to you. Sorry, May my advice, which comes to the word, Malki, this concept of kingship, Malchut, meaning this kingship is the concept of advice, meaning my advice be acceptable to you. Meaning when one merits complete advice, because through that water which we mentioned above, now that man is able to create proper whole advice, deep, the advice in a man's heart are deep waters. So we see here 
that the advice is no longer divided into two. It's no longer he doesn't know how to use it. Now he knows how to apply it to himself. He knows how to have a whole advice and to bring it into his soul so that his heart has now purity. It no longer has extra minute, as it says in Mishle, that um, the advice in a person's heart are deep water. So advice is in his heart, no longer excrement. And it's through this water. But what's this water? Abenu teaches us something amazing. These waters are the aspect of strife, argument. As it says in Bamidbar, the waters of Meriva, of strife. This is why Machloket, argument is called Plukta. In Aramaic, why for Plukta comes from the Peleg? Peleg Elokim Alemaim, it says in Tehidim. The stream of God is filled with water. So we see that Machloket is this content of the stream of Hashem. These waters that purify a person from those impurities, from that excrement. Because from every Machloket, every argument, one creates a book. In the aspect of questions and answers. So look at this secret now, Rabbi Nuzina teach us. What a book is consisting of questions and answers and what this has to do with Machloket, etc. For machloket strife is actually a question and an objection raised upon a person. When someone has a, an argument against someone else, has a problem with someone else. Now that man returns in repentance. The person who, machloket is, the person who has a machloket on him, this man returns, on the repent, re, returns in repentance. So look at the language. We're going to see here the, the idea here. That the man returns in repentance. And through this, he responds and answers the question. And through this, they create a book of questions and answers. So let's see. Because through the tshuva, this repentance of this man, who has machloket on him, this man who has who people have machloket on, and he when he returns in repentance, all the books have renewed meaning. For there are many books now, and in the future there's going to be many books, and they're unnecessary to the world. At the beginning, this man, who at the beginning did not have emunat chachamim, all the books in his eyes were meaningless. For he would mock them. It says in Kohelet, the making of many books is without limit and with much ridicule. This man is part of those people who ridicule all those books. That he ridicules the multitude of holy Sfarim. It's as if all the books are nothing to him. But when a man returns in repentance, returns to Hashem, then every single time a book is made new to him. Because all those books, which at the beginning were considered nothing to him, are made important. Are made important to him. All of this is dependent upon the machloket, according to the machloket, on this man. Why? For this man looks and he contemplates of this machloket that is on himself. Why they are disputing him. With these words, not in another manner. 
And with this, this man contemplates how to return in Shuvah and to rectify Zemun at Chachamim. Because that is where the Machloket comes from. Why did this man have the Machloket in the first place? Because he blemished in the faith of the sages. So now the man who has a Machloket on him, this Machloket actually brings the person to wake up. According to the according to how the Machloket is done. Because we know that the Chuvah a person does is because of the Machloket that is first on him. The same is true of how much he returns and ret- and goes back to Amunat Chachamim. According to Amunat Chachamim, he has the books are made new to him. Because at the beginning, when he had no Amunat Chachamim, the books were meaningless. But now that he has Amunat Chachamim, those books are made important in his eyes. Same is true every single time. According to the nature of the dispute, is um, commensurate with the Chuvah. And according to the Chuvah, he returns to the Emunah Chachamim. And according to the Emunah Chachamim, it's a domino effect. The, a book is made new by him, is renewed in his eyes. That now, in his eyes, this book is made important, which at the beginning, he would mock of it. And he would think of it as nothing. This is why through Machloket one creates a book. Because in his eyes a book is made completely brand new. It's as if they made the, the book completely. It's as if they made a completely new book. Why? Because this man now appreciates it for the fact that he has restored his Emunat Chachamim. And this is the aspect of what it says in the Let the man who argues with me write a book. Meaning what? That through the argument and the strife, it creates a book. And there are tzaddikim, the generation whose faith is complete, we know. And nonetheless, they have machloket, they have strife. People argue against them. Why is it like this though? Because it's in the aspect of what it said in Yeshaya. He bore the sins of many. The tzaddikim, they carry the sins of all the, the generation. And it's for that reason that they have to have all this machloket. And their transgressions, he endures. The tzaddik endures the transgressions of Am Yisrael. He has machloket on behalf of the world. And through the machloket that he has. Through this, he rectifies the emunat chachamim by the common people. The machloket that happens upon the tzaddik is... Through that machloket, the tzaddik is able to rectify emunah chachamim by all the people. And there are some who have machloket because they have no emunah in themselves. And they don't believe in their novel Torah concepts that they are making novel, that they are renewing. And sometimes the tzaddik even they don't believe. That Hashem Bach is receiving tremendous enjoyment from the from their chidushim. And because of the fact that these people don't have emunah, their own novel concepts, through this they re- remiss their own chidushim. And this is why machloket comes upon them. And through this they return to tshuva. And with this they return. In Shuvah, 
because they do need to do they too need to do true for the fact that they have no emunah in themselves and then they return and then all their chidushim are made new in their eyes are gain, have gained importance in their eyes they go back and they write new novel concepts and with this they make a book sometimes one makes a book up above that through one asking and creating objections and the other one and because of these questions this man does and through this he then answers back and through this, a book is created up in the heavens. Then, those who fear God will speak, each man to his fellow. And Hashem heard, and listened, and it was written in the book. Which book? The book up there. Up there. And through this, all constrictions are sweetened. Meaning all judgments are sweetened. And any single place that there is a judgment or a constriction, it is sweetened through this concept, through making books. Which how, how are books made? Through rectifying faith in the sages. Once there is faith in the sages, then it sweetens judgment. And once there is faith in the sages, many books of the Holy Torah are created. For all the sweetenings of all the constrictions, the judgments, comes through intellect. For how do we know judgments are purified? It's ten They are all purified in the thought, meaning in the mind, because that is where the judgments are rooted, in Bina, Bina is in the mind. So we see that all of it is purified in the mind, that is where the source of the judgments stem. The mind is the root of all judgments. And those, that is where the judgments are sweetened. For the deen is only sweetened in its root. And each and every judgment and the constriction needs to be sweetened in the intellect that is applicable to that judgment. The intellect which is the root of that deen. So we see here that for every single constriction, din, there's an intellect that is unique to it. That through that intellect, that judgment is sweden. For, but Rabbeinu explains that this is, there's a supernal wisdom that all wisdoms are encompassed there and received from this place. And this place of is where all the judgments are sweden. Because within that specific intellect, it's impossible to sweeten that judgment, except if unless you you ascend up to that intellect, which is applicable to that judgment. applicable to that judgment with with which that is the root of that judgment. Meaning, to rectify certain dinim, you have to go to that certain root of that din. And go to that sechem, rectify the sechem. Um, and bring down that sechem. But the Torah... Sorry, I skipped. But through the concept of which encompasses all the wisdoms, which... Basically, it means it's the root of all the judgments. That means that through that all the judgments, all the constrictions are sweetened over there. 
la Torah qui est de Torah which comes from the Chochmah Ila'a, qui est de Chochmah Ila'a, parce que c'est le Zohar, parashat Bechalach, that the Torah emerged from supernal wisdom. We see the Torah as the root. But the Torah can only receive from Chochmah Ila'a unless it's complete. And how does one complete the Torah? Shlemut al-Torah. The completion of the Torah, he Torah through the Torah Torah and the Torah For the written Torah does not have perfection unless it's through the Torah Alken, therefore, through those books, which are renewed through Machloket, as we saw in the verse. Um, That the man who argues with me should write a book. Let the man who argues with me write a book. With this concept, meaning there's many books that are made without end. Through this, the Torah is completed. And then the Torah is created and is, is brought into the state of what? Stone tablets. Meaning, why did it say stone tablet? That it received its illumination from the foundation stone, Evan the stone through which the world was founded, through, uh, built. For each and everything in the world has a constriction in quantity and in quality. And all the constriction in the world is all constricted within the stone, the foundation stone. Because that foundation stone is what founded and created the world. And everyone receives from this. And that is where all the judgments are sweden. For this foundation stone represents the supernal wisdom. Because the foundation stone was placed in the Kodesh HaKadashim. And it's from there that Hashem created the world. And what does it have to do with the wisdom? Because we said the supernal wisdom is the place where all the judgments are ruled. And we see here the Evan Shtiyah is the place where all the judgments are Sweden. So what has it to do with the mind? Rabbi is going to teach us. The intellect is called Kodesh, holy. And everyone receives and is encompassed within the aspect of Kodesh which is the aspect of supernal wisdom which comprises them all. And that is where all the sweet and judgments are. In specificity and in generality. So we see here that it's the mind. It's the even shtiyah is the mind. That is the root. This chokhmai la'a. This even shtiyah, this Torah. The Torah shebalpeh. The Torah shebalpeh. That is what we are talking about here. The root of all of this is Torah shebalpeh. Which is the perfection of the Torah, which is the Evan Shtiyah, which is the mind, the holiness of the Machshaba, which is what Sweden's all judgments. Because when a person Sweden's a certain judgment through that specific intellect of that constriction of that judgment, Rabbanu teaches us that you also need to draw the strength from that supernal intellect. So that this specific intellect has the strength to sweeten that judgment. It doesn't have the strength on its own. You need the chokhmah ila'a. And the same is true generally. If you want to sweeten all the judgments, 
whichever judgment it is, whatever constriction it is, it's impossible to do so unless you do through the supernal intellect, the aspect of the foundation stone that we talked about. But when the Torah is, has perfection through these books that we talked about, the books of the Chachamim, then the Torah is able to receive from that supernal wisdom and then the Torah is called stone tablet, meaning the Torah is transformed into the foundation stone which is able to sweeten all the judgment. Then this foundation stone um, trickles down into all the wisdom, it gives influx to all the wisdom, and all the judgments are sweet. He will send, he will send your help, from the holy. What's the Kodesh, the holy? It's the mind we said. That the essence of help and salvation, which is the concept of sweetening judgment, Meaning that we need a judgment, we need to sweeten that, that judgment, we need a salvation. Umi Kodesh comes from the concept of the Kodesh. Meaning the mind which is called Kodesh, as is known in the um, Zohar Kadosh. Rabbanu teaches us an amazing novelty. If you take the word, the letter Shtiya, foundation, Rashetevot. It says in Eyov chapter 31. We saw the end of the verse, I've been about it earlier, that let the man who argues with me write a book. But the beginning of the verse starts like this. Here is my record. Let the Almighty answer for me. And Tavi, here is my record. Let the Shakai, let the Hashem answer for me. And Tavi Shadai, what does that mean? Meaning all the residue, all that which is left over from all these judgments, these constrictions are sweetened by coming into the concept of Shtiya. Meaning all the judgments fall under and absorb themselves within the concept of Shtiya. Meaning that shtia, the even shtia, the foundation stone that we're talking about. Meaning here's my record, let the Almighty answer for me. Meaning Hashem's salvation, who's going to answer for me, comes through the content of shtia. Through what? Whenever the judgments encompass themselves within the even shtia, within the chokhmah um, ila'a. This is what it says. Hen tavi shadai. Ya'aneni. It says, answer me. This is the sweetening. As we saw in the verse in Tehillim, he sends, he will send your help, Mikodesh from the holy. This is the full, this is the entire verse. Here is my record. Let the Almighty answer for me, and let the one who argues against me, let the one who argues against me write a book. Meaning through the concept of writing a book, meaning through the multitude of books that are created, through the machloket, as we saw above, that now through those many books, the Torah is perfect because it's Torah Shabbat is The Torah is only perfect through Torah Shabbat which is all those books. Now when those books, or sorry, now the Torah is able to receive from the 
all-encompassing intellect, from the supernal wisdom, which represents that foundation. So, this is why it says in the verse, let the, um, let the Almighty answer for me. This is my tavi, my record. Tavi, my inscription, meaning tav. This is reshimu, as we saw. The, uh, as um, what do you call? In lesson one, it has this idea tav, which means a reshimu, an inscription. This is my record. This is what I've inscribed. This is um, um, here is my record. This is what I've done. Let my Almighty, let the Hashem answer for me. Meaning what? Through this concept um, of the Evan Shtiyah, we talked about whenever the Torah is able to receive from that all-encompassing wisdom, now Hashem will answer me, this is the sweetening. Through the concept of the Shtiyah, hey, Tav, Shin, Yud, you have Shtiyah. Makes around the letter, you have Shtiyah. Meaning the Torah is only perfect when it receives from that. Uh, foundation stone which is that all encompassing intellect and it's not time that this is right before Rosh Hashanah that we're studying this this is why we travel on Rosh Hashanah to Tzadikim Rabbeinu says Ki Rosh Hashanah hu yom shel kol Hashanah for Rosh Hashanah is the day of judgment of the entire year <laughs> and Rabbeinu is saying, not only do you travel to Tzadikim, we're going to see here the nuance of Rabbeinu's words. Look what he says, because on Rosh Hashanah, the day of Din of the entire world, each and every person comes with his holiness, with his constrictions, to the Tzadik of the generation, that unique Tzadik, who is the aspect of the Holy of Holies, this Tzadik represents the Evan Shtiyah, the foundation for Hashem because for God for Hashem are the pillars of the world He has founded the world upon them this is a reference to the Tzadikim these are the pillars of the world through them the world was founded and through them all the judgments are sweet and through the content of the foundation stone this represents the stones of Yaakov that we know when Yaakov was sleeping on Bet, um, in Bet El that, I, um, that all the stones encompassed within another that all the stones um Sorry, um, became encompassed in the Evan Ashtiyah. Why? Why did all those stones enter into the concept of the Evan Ashtiyah? For the souls represent stones. It says, The holy stones have been thrown about, strewn about. It says in Echa. What does that mean? The souls have been thrown away. But they've all become what? Um, all the stone, the holy stones have been poured out, and they all become what? They all become encompassed within the tzaddik generation. For he is the aspect of the founding stone. And through the tzaddik generation, all the judgments are sweetened. 
which means this is why we go to Uman for Rosh Hashanah, because by Chavenu, who's a tzaddik of the door, it's within him that all the judgments are sweetened, and it's through him that we're able to sweeten all the judgments into, into Simcha. And this is why Rabbeinu said, that anyone who's by me for Rosh Hashanah, it's fitting for him to be happy the entire year for all the judgments have been sweetened already from the first Barechu. As Rabbeinu said, the Arvit of Rosh Hashanah already since the first Barechu, everyone's been signed in the Book of Life. And through this, that all the souls come together and encompass each other. <laughs> it's amazing, I didn't even read this section until right now. When all these souls come together, when they encompass themselves within the tzaddik, they create simcha. A simcha is made. As it says, the light of the tzaddikim is joyous. Meaning everyone becomes encompassed within the content, content of tzaddik. For the nefesh, the soul is a candle. It says in the verse, the candle of Hashem is the soul of man. So we see the soul is compared to a candle. And when these nishamot come together and encompass within the Eben Ashtiyah, within the Tzadik, it creates light. Through that light, you create Simcha that says, That light of the Tzadikim is joyous. So we see that now the, the light, which are these souls which come together within the tzaddik, is Yismach, creates Simcha. Look how amazing this is. It's really something beyond amazing. Now we can really enter the Rosh Hashanah with great significance. This is what it says in the Zohar, Idra Rabbah. Rabbi Shimon rejoiced and he said, Hashem, shamati shim acha yareti. Hashem, I heard your message and I feared. Rabbi Shimon said, There it was fitting to fear. Sorry, there it was fitting. Um, sorry, there it was fitting um, to fear, yeah. In that situation, it was right to fear. Meaning, Rabbi Shimon was saying that when Chabakuf said this verse, it was right, it was a good time to fear. Chabakuk was good in saying that I feared. So what does this mean? Chabakuk, when he was saying, Hashem shimati yareti, he was saying this prophecy over Rabbi Akiva and his friends. That Rabbi Akiva and all his 24,000 students, all the students died through the fact that they did not have Ahava love. say in the Gemara Yevamot, for all these students were the aspect of judgment and tzimtzumim and constrictions. They were not encompassed within one another. They didn't unite. They did not sweeten themselves. But we know Rabbi Shimon and all his friends, all the Chavachaya of the Zohar Kadosh, um, they were the rectification of Rabbi Akiva and all the students. This is what Rabbi Shimon said. Anan says in the Zohar, we are linked through love. We are dependent upon love. Chavivuta. Ahava. Meaning, what? The aspect of love and the unity of joining together. Meaning, the rectification of Rabbi Akiva comes through what? This unity and this love which is the sweetening and this rectification. And from this comes the concept of Chadi Rabbi Shimon, Rabbi Shimon rejoiced. Why did Rabbi Shimon rejoice? This is the aspect of Simcha, which we saw just comes through what? When people and souls come together with love. 
Now we can begin to understand a little bit, a little bit, just a little bit of the drop of the holiness of Uman Rosh Hashanah. The Rabbanu said, Uman Rosh Hashanah Shadi Olelakol, that my Rosh Hashanah ascends above everything. This concept that we can see what Achdud can do when everyone comes together with Simcha, especially in uniting each other by coming close to the Tzaddik. Bechinat Och Tzaddikim Ismach, that says the light of the Tzaddikim is joyous. Patar Ve'amach. What did Rabbi Shimon say? He opened up and he said, The one who goes gossiping, revealing secrets. And it said in the verse, What did it mean, the one who goes gossiping? He isn't a settled spirit. He doesn't have a settled ruach. And a ruach chokma. Meaning, what is this ruach? This ruach chokma. Meaning, what? He doesn't have a, a settled mind. His spirit of wisdom isn't there. And he did not have emunah. Meaning, this is the emunah chachamim. Because of the fact that he does not have emunah chachamim, this person who has no emunah chachamim, he has no spirit of wisdom. For he is judged in excess, in that waste matter. Because what those those vapors go up to the mind and confuse the man, etc. But what does it say? This man who goes gossiping reveals a secret. This is whenever our manuscripts, our holy manuscripts get nullified. That they are not able to receive the light of the mind because uh, from the from the hands of ordination, of authority. Because we say that one brings authority to the hands. There is no chokhmah that is present to that to illuminate the, our writings. He conceals the light with the palms. Meaning the light of our manuscripts are concealed with the hands, with the, um, with the hands. Meaning what? That the letters need to receive this light of the mind through the hands of ordination. As we said earlier, that through the hands one is able to receive chokhmah. As it says, Hashem, Moshe places hands on Yoshua. But through blemishing the faith in the sages, which is one who basically goes away, goes around gossiping. Through this, he reveals secrets. Meaning what? That the light of this intellect passes on and is revealed. And this is what it says. The secret of my nation, no one shall share. They shall not share in the secret of my nation. But what did it say? The faithful spirit conceals the matter. The id berucha dekuma. Why? For he has a settled. For there is a settled spirit over there. This is the one who has emunah chachamim. Through this, one is able to conceal the matter. As it says in the verse, he conceals the light with his palms. He restores that emunah chachamim, and then restores that light back into aktav. Etc. And that sod is only for us now. That the goyim do not have this sod, as God conceals the light that we have with His palms, with His hands. So B'shat Hashem, that's the end of the lesson. This most amazing, amazing lesson. B'shat Hashem, we'll continue next class with Torah Samach Bet. B'shat Hashem.